morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, here today with Max O'Brien, and it's a 1,355 since we came back on the air. Any news from you today, Max? We're still collecting car batteries, if anybody nearby has any or knows where to get some. We've raided every car we can find, but we still need more. The hope is to have enough to have two for every room in our budding community of Amoria, one for people to use and one to be charging up at the normal power station windmill. That way, when one runs out of power, it can be switched out for a fresh one, and people will be able to keep using it. Quick reminder for anyone getting excited about being able to use electricity again. These batteries aren't going to power much. A nightlight, a ham radio if you have one, recharging smaller batteries for flashlights, stuff like that. You're not likely to be able to do anything like run a vacuum cleaner or power tools. That's right. And we're not generating enough power from that windmill to be able to just run wires to everyone over there either. Baby steps, listeners. Important steps, but still baby steps. We've made huge strides since we lost everything all at once. I'm proud of all of us. Me too. Some of these problems seemed at the beginning like they'd require a matryoshka brain to solve. But we've put our collective heads together and come up with some really amazing creative solutions. Wait. Go back. What's a matryoshka brain? Wait, you mean I know about something you don't stop the presses? Where's Agnes? She needs to hear about this. Har har, very funny. Seriously though, what's a matryoshka brain? Okay, so you know what a Dyson sphere is, right? Sure. A Dyson sphere is a hypothetical huge construct that uses solar satellites to completely surround a star, such as our sun, so as to capture most, if not all, of the energy it releases, which can then be transferred and used by a civilization for other purposes. Correct. Many people who have talked about these assume that the entire planet might have to be destroyed and converted to raw materials to have enough to build such a thing. A matryoshka brain is a whole series of Dyson spheres nested one inside another. That sounds like a huge project. Oh, it would be. We'd have to be a Type 2 civilization on the Kardashev scale to pull that off. Hang on. One thing at a time. I want to know what the Kardashev scale is, but you still haven't fully explained the Matryoshka brain. Oh, okay. So, in a Matryoshka brain, the first Dyson sphere surrounds the star, and instead of transferring the energy somewhere else, it uses it for computational power. This would create a lot of waste heat which would be radiated outwards to the second Dyson sphere, which would use that energy for more computational power and generate more waste heat. You keep doing that until the last sphere is doing minimal computations and emitting almost no waste heat. It gets its name from the Russian Matryoshka nesting dolls. And what is this hypothetical construct for? To be honest, I'm not sure. The problems of a civilization capable of building one, however, would probably be a lot different than the problems we're facing today. It could run perfect virtual reality simulations or, theoretically, allow such a civilization to manipulate the structure of the universe itself. Sounds risky. Okay, now what's a Type 2 civilization? Ah, the Kardashev scale. The Kardashev scale is a method of measuring a civilization's technological capability based on its energy consumption. Type 1 captures all of the energy from a nearby star that actually hits the planet. Type 2 captures all the energy that the star emits overall. 
type 3 captures all the energy from all the stars in the galaxy it resides in. So we were type 1 before the zombies rose up? Uh, no, not really. We were only capturing part of the sun's energy. Kardashev, the guy who came up with the scale, didn't have any way of noting any steps along the way. He just had the major steps. Carl Sagan worked out a formula to help figure out where civilizations were who were in the middle. I think we were at something like 0.73 or something? There were also additions to the scale later that allowed for the possibility that civilizations could one day exist that could e capture all of the energy for the entire universe, or even multiple universes. This is why I got into marine biology instead of physics. I appreciate the fact that I can actually hold my science in my hand. Although, I will also say that the intricacies of a living organism sound just as fascinating as you seem to find these hypothetical structures. I assume you read a lot of science fiction. I do indeed. You know me and my love of the imagination. Just the concept of having an idea this big, well, it boggles my mind. But big thoughts like this can happen for anybody. And huge, impossible ideas like this give us something to aspire to. There's no physical reason why it couldn't be done. It would just take a ton of knowledge, experience, learning, and determination to pull off a feat of engineering like this. We can't do it today, but we could do it tomorrow. Just like with all the advancements we're doing right now in the aftermath of the zombie uprising. I agree. Okay, good talk. Listeners, just a reminder. We don't have that Dyson Spear yet, so... If you have any car batteries, those will have to do. Bring them by the station, or if you don't want to carry them, just let us know where they are and we can go get them. Sign us out, Max. Sure. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien and Dr. Rosalind Clark. Take care of each other.